Hey guys, welcome back to the Natty scene. How are you? I hope you're good. We are all good over here. We've got we've got Jack Piad at the other end. We've got a guest today. So very much looking forward to getting into this episode and also giving you guys like a little bit of a an update on where he's at, his off season and what he's got planned for this year because you know it's been a very good phase, good productive off season for Jack by the looks of things on social media. Obviously, I'm very close to Jack, so I know how things have been going for him. I know he's made plenty of improvements. I've been training very hard and think similarly, very similarly to me and George. So it's nice to have a very sort of like-minded individual on the podcast as well that has similar thoughts and views. And of course, as always, we'll do like a little bit of where me and George are at, but we'll get into some listener questions for, for Jack as well. Just generally have a bit of a discussion. So thanks for tuning in as always. And uh, we will uh, we'll rock and roll. So how are you doing, first of all, Jack? Like, what's going on at the moment? Where are you at, like, right now? And just, yeah, generally how things uh, are going. Yeah, so first off, thanks, guys, for having me on. Um, very privileged to be on the, um, the podcast with two superb individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, everything's been going great, really. I've, obviously, I finished my, my last prep in 2018, so I've had a pretty <laughs> good run of training since then. Um, with minimal niggles, really, I've just been training hard. Um, I can see AJ laughing about something. Run, yeah. yeah, good, good run. What, what, what does a run mean? We used to say just a really efficient block. Run, yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had a, I had a really, really, really good off season. Like, progressed all of my lifts. Haven't fucked around trying to stay lean like most people do and make no progress. So I've actually pushed my body weight up to being pretty heavy, pretty, pretty fat, pretty heavy, pretty unfit. But like there's no there's no doubt that I've made a ton of progress like obviously I've sent you pictures AJ you know I've made a significant amount of progress um and yeah it's just been really fun I've enjoyed the off season I've got very used to being in an off season which is kind of weird I got quite used to being quite chilled out around food and just not really giving a shit about anything like being very lax with my steps and like I've done 900 steps today I just don't care I've just been so focused on my gym sessions like you know what I mean when you get up in the morning you're, you're so obsessed about what you're going to do in the gym. You don't give a shit about trying to burn calories anymore. You're just like, mm-hmm. I need to progress everything I'm doing. So I know going into this prep that I've maximized my off season. So I know I'm going to be improved and I'm just excited to go into another fat loss phase and just first off, feel a bit healthier because I feel pretty fucking awful at the moment. Just in regards to how I feel day to day, like really heavy. Just can't like, just can't really move very well. Um, skin's pretty, pretty dreadful. Just a bit too fat, just a bit, a bit fat, a bit beaten up, like we were saying the other day, AJ on WhatsApp. Like, yeah. just we need, to, we just need to diet, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, excited for sure to go into a prep again and get peeled, peeled, yeah, peeled, yeah. yeah. So, a lot of people would have followed your your prep in uh, twenty eighteen. Yeah, sure. And like, obviously, I think the the background of that prep you can explain, but I know exactly what happened because obviously I was coaching you right when we were sort of like making the decision of whether you were going to prep or not. And actually all it, like the whole prep started with a mini cut, didn't it? Cause we were mini cutting around Christmas. So like basically for the listeners explain what you did wrong and what do you think like was the main reason why in 2018 you ended up like by the end of it, not looking as well, definitely not looking as good as you could have done. Yeah. So I started a mini cut back I remember it was it was 2017 it was about November I had no appetite I remember saying to AJ I was like I need to do something else I can't continue gaining and 
we started mini car I mini carted for like it was like 10 12 weeks and I just started really getting obsessed with dieting and this was November December January so I, by the time like for example if I would have started prep in November I would have already been dieting for four months by now so yeah. I, I I dieted for like I don't know nine months before my first show at least um when reality is I probably should have competed six months into the diet but when you get so obsessed with dieting and getting leaner and leaner and leaner, you just think you just forget about being a bodybuilder and you think it's a dieting show. Um, I actually, there were phases in that prep where I actually looked really good, but then I just got, I just dug, I just got too, I just got, just tried to take off too much fat. Reality is I was just taking off muscle because I didn't really have the muscle underneath to continue taking off fat. Um, I remember like there was times when AJ was like, Jack, you just need to stop. And I was obsessed and at this point, I, I completely, I, I was taking control of my nutrition. Um, when in hindsight, I probably shouldn't have done that. I probably should have just listened. But I suppose that's how you learn. And that's why I know that for a fact, I won't make that mistake again going into this prep. Yep. So I've just learned a fuckload from that. But if anyone's looking to prep um, in future years, the goal is to be a good bodybuilder, not to be a competitive dieter. Remember that. You don't get judged on a on how much you weigh on stage. It's about things like muscularity, fullness, condition, of course, but it's not just how lean you are because that is where people go wrong these days, I think. Yeah, similar to me, exact same as me. Overdieted, wanted more, more, more. And as a junior, what more, like, I was ready <laughs> and I didn't need any more to come off. Like, what, what was the point in taking off two additional pounds when I was the short, smallest and shortest on stage anyway? It gets obsessive, doesn't it? It gets so obsessive. But this happened to AJ as well, because I remember when, when he was prepping in 2017, I was, I was training with him quite a lot when we were the underground. And he was looking really good. And I remember he looked the best I've ever seen him at the, the Northern UK DFBA. And if you compare pictures from then to the final, he just looks like a different person. That's correct though, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. That look was phenomenal. I, mean, I remember Mark came up to you when we were sitting in the, the, um, the auditorium. <laughs> Do you remember? Yeah. And he was like, you were like, what do I need to do? And you were like, he was like, nothing. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Actually, what's that, what's that Mark? I think that was um, John, John Harris. Oh, was it? John Harris, yeah. I thought you meant Big Mark um, at Underground Gym. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, why was Mark there? Oh, hell no. No, he wasn't there. Fuck no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no. John, yeah, John Harris came up to me at the Northern and he just said, like, you know, just don't do anything. Yeah, that's it. I'm in, like, the exact same. And in my, my head, that meant, you know, and, and all of our heads, it's the same thing. That means I'm going to prove you fucking wrong, <laughs> which, is, which is horrible because, like, yeah, okay, cool. Like I was maybe one percent leaner, but I was also five percent or ten percent less muscular and more like <clears throat> lost the fullness. So it's just a, a poor decision. Um, and I think we all, I think all three of us possess the same sort of personality in the sense that you know we just want to do as much as possible and drag off as much body fat as we can. Like that's, you know, that's just something that I think we're very obsessive and <clears throat> dedicated in what we do. Mm. So, yeah, I think moving on from from that in the, in the prep scenario as well, obviously, like you, you did a lot of shows and you compete quite a few times. Yeah. Um, was it for, for you when you were like looking to obviously achieve something within that year? How, how did you how did you deal with the the, the the multiple placings that you got which weren't what exactly what you wanted like did you find that that was veering you towards you know thinking oh fuck this i'm not going to do any more or do you think that that wanted you like 
to sort of review and get better? How did you handle the, the losses of that year? Um, well, I just looked at it as, I remember I just wanted to do multiple shows to get to gain quite a lot of experience because I, I knew that, I thought, I thought that looking at that year, I could have won a show 100% if I didn't compete against Luke Austin. I would have won that show, right? Yeah, yeah, I feel like, no, yeah. like he was a freak. So I, I knew I could have won a show. Um, I didn't win a show, but it, it just is what it is. I just looked at the year as trying to accumulate a lot of experience in the bodybuilding industry and just learning how it feels to, to compete, you know, actually follow through with a diet, actually get lean and all the show day kind of stuff and how to deal with it. Um, it didn't really, at no point did I ever think, fuck this, I'm not going to do it again. I just knew that. It was it was an, it, it was just a start for me in in the industry as a bodybuilder, and I knew I could be better, providing that I just took the took the time away for them to actually accumulate the muscle. Um, but like, yeah, I, I was kind of the first show went pretty well. The second show I wasn't happy with. The third show when I did the Southern at the UK DFB, I was happy with because I was for me I was diced like I couldn't have taken any more fat off I was like 145 pounds like fucking skinny as hell um and then yeah like from there I I wasn't disappointed really because I knew I gave everything I could like I don't see how you can be disappointed when you you've rinsed it like what else can you do you know you can't control your turns up can you no so yeah like I just knew that I definitely wanted to compete again in the following years um and I and also knew that if I had a structured off season I would come back like five six pounds more muscular which there's no doubt in my mind that i've done that for next for this year so yeah i, I always loved it and i love the process and not not one time that i think like fuck this i don't want to lose again like if anything losing makes me like makes me love it more because it makes me think to myself okay now i've lost last year or the year before there's no fucking chance i'm losing the, my the shows i'm doing this year which is not it's just not going to happen because i know what it feels like to be called second and it's not great. Like George probably does. Like when you get called second, you just feel like shit. Um, and then like the same with you, when you didn't win the BNB finals, right? You probably felt like, fuck, like what the hell is this? You just don't feel good, do you? But it makes you, it makes you want to come back better. So if anything, it just taught me a load really um, to come back and prove. Yeah, I think we're, I've, I'm very similar to you as well. Um, regarding literally everything you said, I totally agree with it. I was, when I got called out for second as well, I was just like, fuck's sake. Because we don't do this to come second, you know? You want to no. win. You want to win. And uh, I'm second, man. Bullshit. What I realise is that if I won everything in my first year of competing, I'd be like, well, what's next? You know? Mm -hmm. I didn't know. But that now has given me the motivation because every single, and you probably got the same with your feedback from the judges was need more muscle, need more muscle. And you kind of knew what you needed to do each yeah. time. But there's not much you can do about it other than just time and taking time away from the stage. Um, so yeah, I, I, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. Yeah, for sure. You is is so. What are you going to do differently this time round, prep wise? Um, um, it's a good question. Not diet for as long. One spot is yours. What, what are you going to do? So I'm going to make sure that I don't I don't fuck off all of my muscle like I did last time because I know now for a fact that I've got the most muscle I've ever had in my life. Um, and I'm and for bodybuilding standards in the off season, I'm not that fat. Um, and for most people would probably look at me normal, a normal, normal person would be like, you're not fat at all, obviously. But for me, I'm in pretty okay shape for the weight I'm at. Um, so the goal is just to not diet off all my muscle and remember that I'm competing as a bodybuilder, not a competitive dieter. And re remember that it's not just a striated glute competition. It's a muscularity presentation, fullness, 
obviously condition it's all of them joined into one um so it's just basically being a bit more being a mature individual when it comes to actually wanting to be a bodybuilder um and just being smart with make making better decisions backing off when i need to back off um and just just being more just having more knowledge regarding bodybuilding um mm-hmm. will excel me forward i think and like i said i think i've got more than enough muscle to, to do to do some damage for sure um especially in areas that i've brought up which is exciting for sure. What areas did you think that when you were in 2018 needed the most improvements? Did you get feedback from judges or was it just your own sort of like looking at your physique, this sucks, this sucks, whatever? I think I didn't really get any per se feedback from any judges. I didn't say any body part, but I think everything needed to be better. Mainly my posterior chain just had to be better, yeah. um, which it is. There's no doubt about that. It is better. Um, I think I've brought up areas like my shoulders, my, my chest, my arms look the biggest I'd ever been, ever. Um, things like glutes, um, quads have improved, I think. But the biggest thing will be my back 100% because I've just been hammering it, like just been obsessed with getting a, a better back. And when you, you, know, you get, when you train with intent every session and you get stronger with, with accurate um, you know, a- accuracy in your training, you're, you're going to improve. Um, mm-hmm. You get heavier, you get stronger. You, it's going to be better, isn't it? It just has to be better by default. Mm-hmm. What's the, what's the like? So you went into off season. Back needs to improve. How did you go about approaching that? Was it a certain way that you programmed back? Was it certain exercise selection? Was it things that you hadn't done before in the gym? Go like for someone who's watching this and their back is not where it needs to be. What would you say they need to do? First off, learn how to contract your back. Um, for a long time, I was doing rows and I really wasn't getting any, any scapular retraction at all. I was just basically doing a bicep pull, essentially. Yeah. Um, so first off, address execution. Um, secondly, obviously, you can look at training frequency. So you can look to increase the amount of time that you're training back throughout the week. Um, and thirdly, obviously, then you can look to add things like intensity methods and just training training that area with intensity but unless you have execution nailed then intensity is going to do fuck all for your physique like unless you can contract a muscle group you're not going to improve it regarding how fucking nuts you get on a on a t-bar row it doesn't matter yeah 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 agreed and how many times are you training your back at the moment are you training it twice a week three times a week have you tried different frequencies have you found stuff that works better or worse yeah so at the moment i'm training back three times a week so i do a pull session um at the start of the week i do an upper so i have quite a lot of volume in that and and i'm also tagging in um lat work on my first lower body day and my upper body day no and my second lower body so my first lower body day is a a lat dominant um row okay uh, pull down sorry and my second leg day is going to be an upper back row so throughout the week i'm doing i'm training back about three or four times a week so a decent amount of frequency is the top up work just high rep like metabolic style yeah. stuff? Yeah, yeah, so it's just squeeze work, just basically creating a better. Yeah, it's just making sure that I'm getting good contractions and I'm reinforcing contractions rather than just. You know, it's easy to just throw around loads when you're fucking angry and sh- shit in the gym, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Do you think that you're doing sometime? Do you go, do you get? Or do you go for a stage or where you think you're doing too much? Like um, bring that up. But sometimes there comes a point where you are doing it too much and you're not getting much out of it. Um, like, for example, let's say for, for me, I, I sometimes hit my legs too much um, and I can't simply recover from it. Do you think three times a week is optimal um, or twice a week? Or is it a case of 
that works for you right now? Yeah, I, I think it, I think it's very much individual dependent and based on someone's ability to recover from from the amount of work you're doing. For me, I don't. I'm when I go back in to do another another bit of back work, I'm not ever sore. So I'm recovering from everything that I'm doing. If I was to go into my third lot of back work and I was a bit sore, I just wouldn't do it because your training volume must, must match your recovery capabilities, right? So it wouldn't make any sense to do work that I can't recover from. So but at the moment with my calories being high, with stress being, oh, stress being reasonably low-ish, um, it's not that low really, but with me feeling pretty good at the moment, just generally with other things, other things that are good in my life are making my life less stressful in other areas. Um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm in a position where I can recover from quite a lot of work. Um, but if I wasn't recovering, George, good question, I wouldn't do the work, just wouldn't do it. Yeah, that makes sense because I'm like that as well. If I can get more, I'll do more. But if I feel like I'm sore, I wouldn't do it. So yeah, I agree. Um, oh, go ahead, Josh. Go on. When are you looking to to start prep exactly? Um, tomorrow, mate. Tomorrow, tomorrow morning is the start of prep of prep. Twenty twenty prep. Hashtag twenty twenty. It will show in twenty twenty. The question is, Jack. When when you vlog in? I've heard you bought the camera. I've got a camera. I've heard I've heard, I've heard the contents coming. I've got a camera, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> every post, every I've post. I've bought a camera. I might get a camera. I've got the camera you recommended me to get. What, the Sony? Yeah, I just, uh, need, to do it. I just need to do it. But I've just been so busy with, with coaching. You know what it's like. Yeah, there's no time to vlog. It's just difficult, mate, isn't it? It's really <laughs> I, have spoken to the, um, I have spoken to Mark Boyce at um, Phoenix Gym, if I can um, have someone just like record training sessions there. Yeah, sure. Um, so I will try to do some stuff. I couldn't, when I was going to release more stuff, I got told, I told you, I didn't know. I got told, I got like in trouble from the underground for trying to film shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you think, um, do you think on the video content side of things, do you think you're going to more so aimed for like YouTube style or are you going to start putting it back on your member site and relaunch that? Have you made a decision on that yet or not? I will re I will cause because member site's ready to go. It's done. I just need to. Film. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah. It's all done, so I just need to film content. Um, I will, what I'll probably do is, because I've got quite a few clients prepping this year and quite a few people who I train with quite often, so I'm going to basically see if I can get some videographers to go and film film those guys, those guys training and getting them to explain where they're at in their preps. And yeah. obviously have some, have, I'd like to have two videos up of me a week just going over sort of like a, maybe like a prep update and maybe like a couple of sessions perhaps and then get them up on a site um, and also also release some YouTube stuff as well, just for people who want to follow along. Yeah, perfect. That's, that, yeah, that's the goal. Yeah, and that's a good balance. When it comes to your split for the prep, are you going to change anything at all? Are you going to like manipulate some of those back volume days, or are you going to stick with? Because your split at the moment is the three days on, one day off, two days on, one day off, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Are, are you just going to rock and roll with that, or do you think you might change it at all, reduce frequency, or are you just going to play it by ear? Um, at the at the start, I'm I'm gonna change nothing because yeah. like my calories aren't my calories aren't gonna be crazy low like at if, at an off season they're so high so I'm still gonna be eating plenty of food to be able to train like I like I am at the moment I don't obviously if I'm not recovering I'll just scope back the amount of work I'm doing it's just mm. it's just being smart with it really but I don't see the need to change my split when it's worked so well yeah especially going into a diet sure how much are you weighing now. Um, I was 195.2 pounds yesterday. Yesterday, I didn't weigh in this morning. So yeah, it's about 195 pounds. The lightweight cap of is 154, isn't it? It uh, is 154, yeah. Um, 
what's the, have you got an ideal weight in mind or range that you're kind of looking to yeah. be? At? I don't know, mate, to be honest. I, I don't think I've got like 40 pounds to come off personally. No. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I have no idea. Like, I don't really think I, I don't know. Like if I look ridiculously good at 158 pounds, I'm going to compete as a middleweight. Yeah. I'm not dragging off four pounds of scale weight just to sound a lightweight and look worse. Um, Cause if I come in as a full shredded middleweight, I'll just, I'll do as much damage as I would as a, as a lightweight, but I'll probably be fuller. So mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm going to be scale weight wise. Um, I'm not trying to fit into a, into a lightweight class. So that, to me, that just makes no sense. Um, to drag off body weight like it just doesn't make any sense to me to do that yeah uh, question to AJ as well so for example if if you competed in in the middleweight um, and you qualified for the finals and you knew that it was a good opportunity would you consider pulling down to 154 for the for the lightweights for the finals and potentially go down that route if you did quite well in the in in the middleweights yeah um, well it, it depends what I look like at one 158 if, if i'm peeled at 158 example why the fuck would i drag off more weight for yeah. what like for what just to take off muscle if i'm 158 and i'm like okay cool you're 75 percent shredded then absolutely yes because there's room to take off fat providing that i'm not dragging off too much tissue it's just a fight it's about it's a fine balance between just making smart decisions and not getting carried away with trying to chase a class because if I come in as a depleted 153 lightweight, I'm not going to be in the mix at all to do anything. Yeah. I need to be coming into these shows shredded with the most amount of muscle possible and full. If I can do that, I'll, I think I'll do well. If I come in flat and stringy like I did last time, I'm just going to get fucking second call-outs and just go home and be very, very annoyed that I've let myself down again. And i have two salmon fillets. Huh? And you'll have two salmon fillets. Yeah, I will do, yeah. I had um, four then post-show. Four, four salmon fillets. Yeah. <laughs> I'd answer that question the exact same, to be honest, George. Like, yeah, I think I t- totally agree. There's no, no point in pulling off weight unless it's going to make you better. Um, I wouldn't really be ha- that happy sort of going to the finals knowing that I was going to look worse than mm. I did at the qualifier. So, you know, regardless of placings, it just really comes down to what what would be the best look. But if you put it on paper, like, you know, obviously when me and Jack are both starting, it makes sense that it's either going to be very close to, to get under the lightweights or, you know, we're just going to have to be middleweights. It's as simple as it gets. Um, shows wise, Jack, do you, do you know what show you want to do or are you just going to diet at the, at the rate that you should be losing and then pick when you get to it? Like, what's your approach to sort of like planning your shows this year? Um, I'm looking at the Southern shows, if I'm okay. honest, yeah. Yeah. which is about, about 20, it's about 28 weeks ish. Mm. So 28 weeks, 30 pounds, 33 pounds to lose. Yeah. Should, should be pretty easy to be honest. Yeah. 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 Cool. And that obviously gives you a bit of time between those and then the finals to like either diet break or reverse diet. What's your opinions actually on diet breaks? Like, do you think that, you will diet break at, during the diet before the Southerns or do you, what, what's your sort of opinions? Like, have you seen the diet breaks work well with clients or do you prefer just sticking with double day refeeds? What's your stance? Um, I think I don't, I haven't really used many diet breaks with clients and I've never used one with myself. Um, I have with a few people, people who are just showing signs of just, low motivation, chronic fatigue, physique going backwards. You know, when someone diets for quite a while and they look, they start to look kind of watery. Yeah, just worse. Um, 
yeah worse um yeah i don't know man like i I think i'd rather just diet all the way into a show um i think i think if you diet properly for 26 28 weeks i think you can go into that looking reasonably fresh i don't think you're going to look so fucked that you're going to be worse yeah yeah i agree you got any thoughts on that george at all yeah what with um diet break sorry yeah diet breaks I mean, it all depends if you're ready or not for me. Um, I think if you, if you can get away with, you know, doing more, if you're ready, um, if you're not behind, then of course, I think they're, they're quite beneficial. Even start reversing your calories. I think yeah. um, what are your thoughts on reversing calories, Jack, uh, with clients? Do you, will you take them throughout, like to, towards their first show? Or if they're ready, will you start reversing calories at all? Yeah, for sure. If they're ready on time, then 100%. Like if they've got, if they've got enough off and they don't need any more off, then yeah, for sure. If you can start bringing calories up, that's going to be amazing for reducing diet fatigue and bringing a fuller look. Yeah. But most people aren't in that position, aren't they? Realistically, like how many people are actually in a place where they can start reversing calories into a show? Very few. People aren't generally lean enough, are they? Yeah. And it's as well, you know, like eating more food whilst diet, whilst being on prep, you know, it's quite difficult psychologically, especially for me. I was like, wow, I'm going to eat 3000 calories. I don't want to do that. You know, I I wanted to suffer a little bit more. Um, Mm. That's the one, isn't it, for bodybuilders? It's easy to eat 3,000 calories when you're doing 25,000 steps. <laughs> I'll just go for another walk, yeah. <laughs> just, an, just another walk. That's mad. <laughs> that, that amount of expenditure is mad. But I was doing, towards the end of my... You were doing 30K, weren't you? Steps, yeah. 30,000 a day. Mad. You're, do, you're doing check-ins just whilst walking. Fuck, it's mad. <laughs> Ridiculous. Ridiculous, really. Yeah, don't, mate. I'm a big believer that I don't think anyone should really be visiting above fifteen thousand. I don't plan on doing. 15, I haven't, I haven't taken anyone above. Well, apart from unintentionally taking George above them, I haven't taken anyone above fifteen k um, at any point, really. Unless, unless their job just means they have to, like you know, they're a PT. But even then, I think PTs are fucking lying. Like you know, I don't think there's many PTs that need to do twenty thousand. I think they do it out of just like moving too much yeah. at the end of the day what, what gym are you working in if you're doing 20k steps you know you must be walking all over the shop mm, um, but yeah and I think you know things like you know wearing your Fitbit for the day and making sure it's consistent things like that is, is key because you know like even George like was taking his Fitbit off and you know taking it off here taking it off there and just taking it on where he wants to do steps and that's why the steps just went catastrophically high mm. so um what's your thoughts on for example cardio like the stairmaster things like that do you believe like for myself i i wouldn't do anything else other than the stairmaster on prep i, I believe that stairmaster is like the goat of of cv what's your opinion towards that <laughs> other people disagree yeah, I mean, my opinion on cardio is the only, that's the only form of cardio I really prescribe to be honest, for clients because otherwise, quite a lot of the time, they say to me like they don't feel like they're doing anything on a bike or anything like that. It doesn't feel hard. And most, most people need, you need to have some intensity on, on the Stairmaster. Stairmaster's hard. People don't do it because it's hard. Um, the people who say it whittles away their legs usually are the people who have no fucking legs, right? Um, like we know, I'm sure we can all think in the, right now about saying any names about people who critiqued people who are on the Stairmaster and we've all put like on our stories like our striety quad Stairmaster. I'm sure we I'm sure we all know. So I think you know it's, in my opinion this is the best form of cardio to do. Um, I don't think you need to overdo it though. I think it can I think it can ruin your legs. You need to know when to back off. But 
yeah, I think that's that's the only piece up, the only piece of, of machinery I'll use for for CV, for sure. Um, I think I think I must admit, like you know, as much as I don't agree with a lot of you know said individuals' views who brought up the idea of the stem master being awful. I do agree to an extent that it's maybe in some situations not the best form of cardio because let's say you can you can achieve your rate of loss without using the stairmaster. So like, what's that going to do for you? Yeah. You're probably going to have better leg training. Probably going to have better leg fullness. Um, you're probably going to step on stage with better legs, like hands down. So you know, I think when it comes to the nitty gritty, when you like need to push. And most naturals need to fucking push because, you know, you're, you're essentially at a point where you, you know, you're 28 weeks, 25 weeks deep into a prep. You're very metabolically ad- adapted to what you've done calorically. You have to find something to burn more calories. And at that point, you're fit as a fiddle as well. So, like, try get your heart rate above 100 BPM on a treadmill or a cross trainer. No chance. Mm. You know, I can, I can get my heart rate up to, like, 140 on a cross trainer pretty easily right now. But... You know, in two months' time, it's not going to happen because fit fitness comes like that. You know, I'm sure you both you boys agree. Like fitness just comes like so quick, and you're like, shit. I'm like now really struggling to get my heart rate above, you know, anything anything decent. So uh, that's where the stairmaster comes in because you know you can always bump it up a level, and you know it's always fucking hard. It's always going to get your heart rate up um, for girls as well. Uh, I agree. All females are smart, though. It's about being smart with where you're placing it and how much you're doing. Yeah, what days and stuff. You have to do it every day. Yeah, I mean, I I did it when I had it in. I I did it really strategically for as long as I could. Uh, as long as I could, I kept it away from leg days. Um, I think one of the mistakes that actually like we both made when you did half of your 2017 prep was like. What like literally the first bit of cardio we did was like both of us on the stairmaster and like we both like gassed out at twenty minutes and like fucking hell that's too hard, um and that was like a poor decision wasn't it really like you know first cardio session of prep okay hop on the stairmaster you know you're not really fit enough to do it um your heart rate's probably closer to like you're basically you you're soaring way past aerobic thresholds you're actually into anaerobic thresholds so it's like you're getting your heart rate as high as it would be after a set of squats and you're maintaining that for like 20 minutes when you're fat. Yeah. Obviously when, when you're leaner, your heart rate's less, but um, that that's so damaging, especially for someone big, you know? Yeah. I think like, um, like Callum muscle mentors, Callum had the stairmaster in for some of the start of his prep and it just absolutely wrecked him, like completely wrecked him because his heart rate was like, you know, 190 BPM for 20 minutes. It's just that's catastrophic. Mm-hmm. You know, so especially when you're training as hard as we are <clears throat> but anyway um have you got any more questions george really my final one is just what are you looking most forward to this year prep wise um good question just digging in really feeling a little bit shit again having a bit waking up in the waking up in the morning and thinking fuck i'm feeling like dog shit here but i'm still gonna dig in and work as hard as i can um but being smart with it as well that's probably what i'm looking forward to the most Mm. yeah definitely I, I, I used to love suffering <laughs> so weird George you are mate I'm not weird like that like, I just, why can't I just be like normal just chill and just do nothing but I just want to go for a, my seventh walk of the day <laughs> you need to get into like bondage in the off season or something George I'm doing a lot of bondage right now anyway <laughs> <laughs> yes 
Um, okay, so yeah, another one of my questions is federations wise, are you, you going to compete with all the natural federations or are you just searching to compete within a couple or like what's your plans? Are you going to do the UK BFF South Coast or? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you ever went to see that? In yeah, no, it's awful, yeah. It's uh, awful. The, sta- the standard, the depth of competition was just so bad. Show the year, UK BFF South Coast. You, wait, we met you there, didn't we? George. Yeah, what? We what? met you at the UK BFF South Coast. Yeah, we did. I remember seeing him. You're chatting waffle. No, no I'm not. We actually did. Swear down. I'm not. We met you. We were get. We had coffee. We we just got coffee. I remember. Yeah. Really? We just got coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at the UK BFF at Portsmouth. Is this was in 2017 though? 2017. Was it? Yes, it was. Or 2018 maybe. No, it wasn't 18. AJ. Was it, was it not? It was, it was, it when, it was when you continued your prep and I finished. Okay, is that where we first met George? I swear it was maybe the year after, but then why did I go there the year after? Maybe you're lying, Nick. You got both got smirks on your face. No, 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 we're actually serious. I remember this. serious. I met you in Costa. You came up and I was like, I think I remember saying to you, like, wow, he's a lot shorter in person. Yes, mate. And it was Costa, I remember. (laughs) Oh, wow. No, I think it was Starbucks. Yeah, it was Starbucks. It was definitely Starbucks. Watch your vlog. It's on YouTube, isn't it? Yeah, you vlogged it as well. You were with Nathan. Was I? Yes, <laughs> mate, you came to that fucking show. Oh, you, you, you were going to uni there. Yeah, I remember. UK BFF, Portsmouth. Oh, no, I can't remember. Are you, mate, you've been smoking way too much weed. You've lost, you've, lost, you've lost segments of your memory. I've my job, me, me and Jack have, have gone through chronic stress this year with coaching. We can still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> chronic stress. It's chronic. It is chronic. Um, so uh, anyway, you haven't actually asked the question yet. So it was about federations. Oh yeah. Um, probably just going to be the UK, the FBA. Okay. And potentially the BNBF. We'll see. Sure, sure. I haven't. I'm not. I'm not decided on that really. If I'm yeah. Honest. Yeah. Fair play. So cool. Okay. Um, George, have you got the questions as well, or have I just got the questions? I've got listener questions. Uh, I've not got any questions, but I actually do remember um, that down in Portsmouth. Where I worked with Nathan. I was with someone else. I was with. Uh, uh, okay. How was it? When I, was I remember that now. I think you've gained height. I think you've gained height since then. Um, I think he was one of your clients, Brad. I remember Brad. That. Brad is back. Is Brad back? How do you pronounce his surname, AJ? Dukowski. 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 Brad's not back anymore, though. He's, he's bailed on quite a few sessions recently. Oh, dear. Well, he's been busy, hasn't he? He's, he's, got, he's got that new sort of part-time job at Ockenden. He's, got, he's gone back, yeah. He's gone back to Ockenden, yeah. He's back, he's back <laughs> in lots of... He's lots and lots of back. He's back in, um, back in the office. <laughs> it's not an office job. That's <laughs> what it was. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> I've got, I got a question here. First one. What's more important, knowledge or experience? <sighs> um, <laughs> both, both are just as important as each other. 100% both. JDA, JD asks, who's, who's got the higher body count? JD asks, just asks super questions, doesn't he? He always does. I knew he would. He said that in the group chat. I think George has got the highest body count. 
<laughs> he looks he looks most like the murderer in this uh, in this uh, segment. <laughs> if you were going to get murdered, I think I'd prefer to, I'd I'd most likely get get murdered by George. <laughs> oh. Right. Um, oh yeah, how much progress do you think you lost out on by training in a poor environment? Oh, that's a good question. Seventy-five um, percent easily. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. Because you didn't, you didn't like it, there, did you? Either. No, like I, I guarantee, like I made probably seventy-five, eighty percent of the progress that I've made this off season by just moving. So, yeah, and I obviously for some of the off season, I started started training at Platinum when it was Platinum. So. I, I and I and I kept telling you I was like you know come down to platinum come down to platinum and you know I think when you're stuck in a routine and like you know you've got you know you've got your gym you've got your exercise selection you, you don't want to really change it but obviously when you changed it and you like you know you officially joined Phoenix and became a, an official Phoenix member you realized you, you realized what you were missing out on and also you know when people are threatening canceling your membership you know it's probably time to time to hop, hop ship yeah, more than time to hop ship. Mm. Yeah, I think it's a shame though because, like, you know, that gym was actually mint, wasn't it? There was a point where that gym was really, really good. It was there was a point where there was there was like you know bodybuilders like proper bodybuilders training in there. There was that Aaron guy who was trained by Jordan. That's when I sort of first started really following Matt, like really properly following Jordan. Um, and um, he was squatting like you know five plates for a set of ten and. Yeah. There's loads of people like motivating those, pulling 300 kilos for reps off the floor. Now you can't do that without getting told off. So I know, you know, times times change, but yeah, at least you're in a better environment now. Do you plan to like move anywhere, or do you plan to stay in Brighton for like the foreseeable bit? Obviously, you got family down there and things like that. So really, I, it's a tough question, mate, to answer because I just don't know at the moment. Like. Um, Obviously, I've just got into, well, not just got into it, but I've been in a relationship quite a while now, like almost six months, which is quite yeah. um, Like, we, me and Ali want to kind of spend more time together. You like, you know what it's like, AJ, you moved yeah. on with Ali, didn't you? Um, sure. So, I don't know where I'm going to be, to be honest with you. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if me and her moved in together at some point this year, if I'm honest. Cause nice. we've, yeah, we've been talking about it quite a lot. And I don't know where I'll be. I don't know if that'll be in Brighton or where. I don't really care, to be honest, as long as there's a good gym for me to train at. Um, and everything back home, family stuffs in an okay place. Then I don't really care where where I live, if I'm honest. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense for sure. I think you know it's one of the one of the things you you know you're probably going to have to do at some point is move somewhere where yeah. the, the gym facilities are slightly better. Yeah. Um. So, and living prices are maybe a little bit lower as well. Cheap. Not that it's expensive here. Yeah. Not that that matters. You know, obviously, you know, you make good money, but. It's just like you feel like you're wasting your money. Like even me living in Birmingham was wasting my money because it's just way like way too pricey for what it was. You know, even though it's up north, it was living in a city centre in the middle of a city. You know, so it's not cheap. Um, but yeah, um, cool, 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 cool. Uh, Ali asks if you're single, which is you know the normal question. Why would she ask that? It's not even funny though. Mohammed dot video asks, where do you shop? Where do I shop? <laughs> um, Where do you shop? Usually, because um, the waitress is just over the corner, around the corner. Uh, the the um, influx of the coronavirus pandemic, I've been driving up to Burgess Hill to go to the Tesco. 
<laughs> You've been driving all the way to Burgess Hill to avoid the crane. And you asked me about the podcast. I said I'm just driven up to Burgess Hill. The question is why why do they call it Corona? Because isn't Corona a beer? I don't know why. I think I don't know. I think it's the novel Corona. The novel? Yeah, because it's novel, isn't it? It's, it's, it's like a novel new, stimulus. New stimulus, isn't it? <laughs> what does Corona mean new in Chinese? I don't know, maybe, but that's why I saw in the news it was just called novel Corona. Novel Corona. Yeah, I don't know why they call it the coronavirus, though. We all joke about it. If we get it, we're actually fucked, though. Like, oh, yeah, that would be a novel stimulus that wouldn't be welcomed. No, wouldn't. it wouldn't. D-load, D-load, D-load wouldn't be enough. Is there a respiratory pneumonia disease or viral infection? Yeah. And the thing is, like, so someone put up, like, some sort of, like, comparison of, like, you know, the fact that, like, AIDS kills, like, a lot of people every year, but, like, no one's, like, crying or calling, like, shouting it out on social media just because, like, it's new. Like whenever someone's new, like, you know, obviously, like, so many diseases are lethal and kill people every fucking day, you know. And the death count from this, what is it? Only, like, it, well, only, you know, it's 800. Like, so, you know, right now it's, there's people getting it and they just get cured. So I think in the UK especially, you're pretty, uh, you're pretty safe if you get it. Yeah, you probably won't die, but you don't want to, you don't want to go into isolation for 14 days, really, do you? No, no, I mean, it's not convenient. No, it's not convenient. But no, no, it's not convenient. Oh, AJ, we title that? this Jack the Ad Corona, Corona episode. you off to the Royal Three for 14 days. <laughs> the what? Royal Three. That's where they take you. Oh, okay. It's like a nice. It's not a private <laughs> segment of the Princess Royal. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Princess Royal, yeah. With a spa. Do they not take you to Ockham? Hospital, isn't it? The Princess Royal. <laughs> <laughs> I was born at Princess Royal. So I've got a question. Top three, or your best top three advice for um, being a successful online coach? Top three pieces of advice. Um, okay, so... Clients. <laughs> Sorry? I said don't take on female clients. <laughs> don't, don't work with female clients. <laughs> That is a joke, by the way. Jack works with female clients and they're fine. Um, yeah, so number one, I would say do a lot for free at the start. So do a lot for low cost. Um, give as much as you can to that individual for, for low cost, of course, because when, you when you're starting a business, you, you haven't really got any grounds to, to really be, to sort of be advertising much because you haven't got any results with clients, essentially. Number two, you need to be getting actual results with clients. So you can't, be posting most musculars and side chests and just every week on your Instagram, be expecting to bring clients in. It's just not going to happen. Um, and number, number three, just show the biggest and most amount of care to each person, um, each person you work with. And number four, don't be afraid to make um, errors. I'll, I will hold my hands up this year and say, I've done some really cool, some good stuff this year with clients, like some really good stuff. Like my first year prepping clients, got like five, I got five client wins and, like 10 British invites, which is pretty cool for my first year doing it. I've also made some errors, like some errors, some errors, some big errors. Um, and I'm not afraid to admit that. So don't do too much as a coach. Don't get too greedy as a coach because it's very easy to be done, easily done. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely agree. <coughs> Someone asked, actually, it's the, that enhancing physique account, the Photoshop account. They said you're offered five grand to prep out of underground gym. Do you do you accept this offer? No, no. 
five grand. I wouldn't accept five grand. I wouldn't accept ten grand. Yeah, I wouldn't accept a hundred grand. No, 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 definitely not. Um. (laughs) Someone asks if you end up doing the same shows. Will you talk to each other on show day? <laughs> yes, of course we fucking will. You melt. Yeah, that's a stupid question because bodybuilding's not fucking. I'm joking. Not. You're not a melt, mate. By the way, <laughs> he's actually he's actually a nice guy. <laughs> oh god. Dogs here. <laughs> Dogs upstairs. She's probably here by the audio. Yeah. <laughs> you have to pick. Have we, we answered the question? Um, what, so we'll be talking on show day? Yeah. I don't think we'd ignore each other, would we? No, no, I doubt it, no. Well, why would we ignore each other? That's weird. I mean, I mean, we might, you know, we might just have our headphones in, probably beats, like Phil Heath, backstage. We wouldn't ignore each other, though, mate. We're not fucking competing to save our life, are we? Beats. <laughs> i pumping up with my beats. Obviously, it's important. It means a lot to us, but it's not more important than, like... Fucking like being an actual like close friendship, is it? That's stupid. Yeah, no. At the end of the day, you know, like you're there to enjoy the day, you know. And I and I witnessed it this year, especially with Jack Richardson. Like, I've never seen someone. Sorry, like George, you're relaxed as well, but probably not as relaxed as Jack. Um, and I've never seen someone like just so carefree on show day, and that really like really showed in his looks when he was carefree. BNBF Midlands, carefree. You could have been Northern, carefree. But the finals, like, it changed a little bit. Like, he took it a little too seriously, in my view. And he was putting himself under crazy pressure that it really, like, it showed in his physique a little bit. So, not that you should approach a show weak or peak, like, totally relaxed and, like, not care. That's not what I'm saying. But, like, you know, not treating it, like you said, like life or death or anything like that. I think it's important to just, have a bit of fun and enjoy yourself. Like that's why we're kind of doing it. Um, at the end of the day, it's also just like it is an amateur bodybuilding competition. Like you know, it's not. It's not. We're not at the Olympia. Not it's yet. True, it's true though, but maybe even if it was a pro bodybuilding competition, like you still got to have fun. Yeah, and it's still not more important than fucking life, is it? Come on. It's like yeah, bodybuilding's very important, but it doesn't like it's not everything, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Any more questions, your end, Josh? But enhancing physique, do you boys disagree with each other on training, nutritional stuff? Is there anything that we disagree? Um, I don't know. I, I don't think so, to be honest. I think we'll probably agree with most on most stuff. I haven't listened to anything today, and I've gone, oh, actually, I agree, with, I disagree with that. So I think we're all very similar, to be honest. Especially with our um, training, like the mindset. Training, absolutely. Nutrition, I don't see anything that's really different. No supplementation i mean it's minor in natural bodybuilding but i don't think there's any to think that we disagree with no no agreed yeah so i think we're pretty similar on that front um mm-hmm. if you had to pick one uh, of protein fat and carbs which would it be one source of protein fats and carbs yeah. Um, it's a good question. I would say carb carbohydrates, pink and whites. <laughs> no, no. That's not a typical bodybuilder carb. <laughs> you introduced me to them, though. I uh, know I did. Yeah. No, I used to have a whole packet of them. I would say carbs, probably oats when I when I like eating. Um, fats, dark chocolate when my appetite's good. 
um, protein, probably 5% lean beef. I like that when I'm somewhat hungry. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good options. What's your opinions on like full body splits? Um, I think very beneficial for people who can only train a certain amount of times a week. You can make tons of progress if you're rinsing a full body split for like, you know, three times a week and you're quite new to the gym, you'll make loads of progress. Yeah, for sure. Agreed. I think that's pretty much the majority of the good questions I have, to be honest. I think we're close to an hour as well, aren't we? Haven't you got to go somewhere, Jack? About quarter past five. Oh, okay, you're good. I've just been sent um, a message from JDA, of course. Ah, I see. Message there. It's always it's always JDA though, isn't it? He is a nightmare though. He's getting us into lots of trouble. Um, yeah, he is. He is actually, actually is. Yeah, because Got you and George into trouble. Yeah, he did. But he JDA sent a message to Jake yes. saying um, that it was him. Did, George, did Jake, did Jake say that to you? No, no. Just calls me a whopper. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I explained it to him, and he was like, it's sweet. Maybe I should have done that. I just kind of ignored it and sort of just kind of got on with, with it. But no, it's not good that because don't look at this person's story, you know. I just I don't either. I don't follow them. I do now. Comparing because my name's on there. Ah, oh, bloody! Oh, I don't know. Very annoying. It's, it's, the, it's the group chats. It's the group chats. That's the issue. It is. Yeah, unfortunately. You got because you got the three point which is which is the problem, isn't it? They they cause problems. Yeah, <laughs> I thought about leaving it to be honest, leaving it to to basically create more social security. Yeah, fun though. Anyway, I think we should wrap this up here, guys. Yeah, for sure. Has it been an hour? Yeah, been an hour pretty much. We started at ten past ten oh. past four, I think. So, yeah. Um, Thank you very much for listening, guys, if you managed to listen to the whole of this. And I think it was pretty, actually, it was a pretty informative episode, to be honest, this one. So, uh, obviously, Jack, we look forward to seeing and following your prep. Um, I will I will almost definitely be at the Southern, so hopefully you'll be ready for that one and I'll get to watch. What shows are you going to do, AJ? I'm planning the Northern, buddy, yeah. No, um, no BMBF? No, no, it's not within my... It's really not within my goals for this year. Like, obviously, the, the main goal is to try and get to Worlds in some fashion, whether that's through qualifying as, like, the best under 75 or qualifying as the lightweight winner or the lightweight second place because I think with it being the, the 10th anniversary of the UKDFBA, they might be more... F- um, they're giving out a little bit more pro cards at the finals than they, they have done in the past. So that means that if someone... If you come second, for example in the class then the guy that turns pro goes to worlds as a pro he's already pro so then you're the second then you go as the amateur and then you get your chance to win your pro card at worlds kind of thing so um obviously with that being the main goal i just want to look my best for that so i knew that last time like you see doing the bmbf is great and everything but i've never seen i've never seen someone in recent years do both and win both um and, you know, like without getting it twisted, if I do a show, I want to win it. So, you know, if I can't win both, then and I proved that in 2017. You know, I did get beaten, but I still didn't win both. So, um, apparently Taff is coming back as well, which is good. So, is he? Yeah. Yeah, but you're in completely different categories, haven't you? I don't know, man. I don't know. If I, if I make middles, 
and he and he actually like he gets in shape. Oh my god, no, I wasn't gonna say that. If he if he gets leaner <laughs> than last time, because I think boo boo, <laughs> I think nah, he's he's a big fucking dude, and he's a really nice dude. To be fair, he's one of the nicest people I've met. Um, but if he you know gets in better condition than he did last time, he'll probably be a middleweight. Yeah, I just don't know whether you know. Obviously, like went to Miami with the BMBF and things like that. I don't know whether he's sort of like you know kind of driven to that federation, but. Speaking to a few people, I may as well just speak to Taff at some point, see what he's doing. Um, but speaking to a few people, I think he's planning to do maybe even PCA as well and like classic, which to be honest, he could probably do quite well in. Yeah, sure. He's a big fucking geezer, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. I won't be doing PCA in classic because I'm not, I'm not big enough for that. Maybe men's physique. Yeah, I could do, yeah. You've got a good waist. Good Perfect mid-section. abs. You've got a good midsection, though. Yeah, great midsection. I mean, my I could do that in probably twelve weeks. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, this is true. My upper body will be men's physique ready in twelve weeks. My legs will look like still the same, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> Not much difference. It takes you ages to get your legs lean, doesn't it? It does, mate. It does. It's why I'm like. So I start my prep on twenty fourth, so two weeks. So um, I uh, I'm giving it twenty eight weeks for the first show as well. So I think that will work well. I think the Southern's like a couple of weeks before the Northern, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So, and then obviously if you're not ready for the Southern, you could do the Northern. If I'm not ready for the Northern, I could do the heart of England. So at least we've got like a little bit of a backup. Yeah, for sure. But um, it'd be ideal for you to be ready for the Southern really, wouldn't it? Because it's closer, less travel, less stress. Yeah. I agree. That's why I want to do the Northern. It's like right around the corner. Well, not right around the corner, but you know, one, I've got one question, one more question, and then, then we can go. Is it for you? No, it's for like for me and you. It's a question. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Elliot Fitness. Um, w- would you like to compete against me this year? Absolutely, hundred percent. Been talking about it for ages, so I want to get, I want to get on stage with you. I yeah. think when it's going to happen is going to be the British finals, isn't it? Yeah, for so sure. Provided we're both in the same weight category, we'll uh, we'll be up against each other. We can get some. That'd be, be, be very cool. I reckon that would um, spark quite a lot of social media interest, you know? It will. Yeah, and that's yeah. good. And that promotes natural bodybuilding, which is the fucking goal. So. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Game on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. Like, it's motivating as well. Like, obviously, we're both... Now, I know how, how hard you can work. You know how hard, how hard I can work. Like, so that pushes each other, which yeah. is great. You know, you kind of need someone like that. It's like... You know, when like Nathan Diasher and stuff of calling out people and exactly. yeah, okay, cool. Like he was probably a bit aggressive and we won't be like that. But, you know, it's, it's nice to know there's someone else working hard that Absolutely. you kind of like know personally. I think it makes a good difference. And the thing of our physiques as well, we both have strong points and weaker points, don't we? Both yeah, for sure. I think we have very different physiques, to yeah. be honest. So it'd be cool to see them up against each other. Because obviously like, you know, you're taking pictures in the, in the gym next to each other and things like that. But they don't tell the full story. Like you need to get, you know, both of us shredded on stage next to each other, and that's that's where you tell the difference. Yeah, agreed. So, cool. um, will you be? Will there be the return of the top knot? No, no way, no way, George. No, not for me either. No, I didn't really. I don't know why I grew it really, mate. To be honest, I just thought it looked good, but then I realised it didn't in some pictures. I think George. I think you told me it looked shit once. You know, it looks like. It looks good when you're lean, but when you start gaining body fat on your face, like now, I just want to get rid of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I just want to just give it the chop. 
Because when you're when you're lean, the whole the whole slick back look looks so much better. Yeah, so much better. It looks like you look like fucking like, you know, you look good. You look you look good. You wake up and you're like, fuck, I look good. And then <laughs> like, I wake up now, I'm like, fucking hell, I can't wait to diet. You know, yeah. avoid mirrors at all cost. <laughs> you got a big mirror next to you, boy. You got no. I have, mate. Luckily, usually I'm like this way, so I don't look in that at all. Apart from post-workout. <laughs> Roger that. When are you down in um, Brighton, AJ? Are you down anytime soon? Easter. Easter, yeah? Easter, yeah. Easter. I'm going to um, spend the day with uh, my dad watching some touring cars. Brands Hatch. You always get there, don't you, every year? Yeah, I do every year. It's like, he bought, he, I, either, I bought it for him one Christmas and then uh, he, he bought it for me the last two Christmases. So it's like kind of our thing. So yeah, that'd be good. But I'll um, yeah, I'll let, I'll probably come down for like a couple of days or something and train at Phoenix because they're getting some new Panatta stuff, aren't they? So yeah. it'd be nice yeah. to try that. Is that good? Never used it. Panatta stuff's nice. Yeah, you'll probably be able to stack quite a lot of it though. It's quite light, especially the chest press. Yeah. So um, yeah. Um, but it should be should should be good when they get some more more pieces like that in actually branded stuff. Yeah. 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 Not Mark, fake hammer strength. Mark's just sitting out the back in his garage, just making it, isn't he? He is, yeah, with um, a welder. <laughs> hammer, <laughs> hammer strength pull down. Actually, Mark was actually really nice. Like, he really cares about the gym, which is great. He's a fucking great guy, yeah, of course. Because like, he had loads of shit happen to it, and then he's basically like, built it from the ground up again, hasn't he? Yeah, he has, yeah. So, yeah literally loads of shit as well. Anyway, yeah. I bet. I bet. Anyway, I think we should probably stop recording, because like, this is... Ha- this is not like this is not helpful for anyone at all is it like someone's just learned when i'm next going down to brighton to see my dad's <laughs> still fucking recording i think i should just wear a stop all right so we're gonna press stop now thanks very much for listening and uh i'll, I'll see you all at easter <laughs> <laughs>